This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Let's get it. All football, all the time. You're listening to the best football show, hosted by Elliot Sherbarks. What's going on, everyone? My name is Elliot Sherbarks, and this is the best football show podcast, the place for the top news and opinion from myself and from the best of the best of Odyssey's football podcasts and radio stations. If you like what you hear today, please hit that subscribe button as it not only helps the show grow, but if you leave your best NFL take with a five-star review, give me that take on any player, any team, any NFL situation, leave a five-star review and I'll make sure to read it on an upcoming episode of the podcast. All right, another exciting week in the NFL coming up and talked about this last week that did have a good slate of games, but I thought the the before prior to last week, there was, was a bit of a lull in the scheduling. There wasn't many great games. That's not the case this weekend. There are once again a really good slate of games, lots of games to look forward to. So I wanted to get into three of the games that I'm looking forward to the most for this upcoming weekend. The craziest game in terms of just the line is the Minnesota Vikings at the Detroit Lions. The Minnesota Vikings 10 and 2 heading into the game. The Lions are 5 and 7. The Vikings head into this game as underdogs. The last I looked, I think they were about a one and a half point underdog heading into Detroit. And that's crazy when you think about it. The Vikings have the second best record in the NFC. The Lions would not even be in the playoffs if that game started today. But part of the reason is, is that the Lions have been playing really well. The Lions have lost, uh, I'm sorry, have won four of their last five games. And they find themselves only two games back of a playoff spot after starting this year where it looked like it was going to be another disaster of a season in Detroit. Part of the reason they've been able to turn around is Jared Goff has really played a lot better. Jared Goff, 220 plus yards in three of his last four games. And it's funny when you think back to it, those that back-to-back quarterback class of uh, Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston, Carson Wentz, and Jared Goff. I think for a long time, Goff was viewed as a bit of a la- laughing stock of those four. When you think about the potential Mariota showed, obviously Winston had some great season. Carson, 2017 season, helped the Eagles win a Super Bowl. You could argue now Goff might end up having the best career of all of them. Goff played in a Super Bowl, and he's really the only one still playing at a high level. So Jared Goff has been playing much better as of late, and I think he has a chance to have a big game this weekend against Minnesota. The Vikings are dead last in the NFL against the pass, and with the way the Lions are passing it, I think they'll be able to really move the ball throughout the air, uh, through the air on Minnesota. And what's interesting is, you know, you look at this line and the fact that the Lions are favorites in this game. They only lost 28 to 24 back in week three. And that, that game was in Minnesota. So this one's in Detroit. The Lions are playing way better. I think there's a chance they win this game. The one big question will be, are the Lions able to stop the run? The Lions have been really bad against the run this season. In fact, and this is courtesy of Yahoo Sports, the Lions are 0-7 when they allow over 107 yards on the ground. That could be a problem against Minnesota because Minnesota has Dalvin Cook. They have a good running game, and they could really be able to run the ball 
on the Lions. So the question will be, are the Lions either going to A, be able to stop the run or B, score enough points where they're going to be able to like overcome for bad run defense? And I think they will. I think they will. This is one of those situations where if you look at the line, right, as I've learned more and more about sports gambling throughout the year, the fact that the Vikings are underdogs in this game tells you they want everybody to take the Vikings. They want the general public to look and go, wow, this makes no sense. We should bet Minnesota. And that means that they think the Lions are going to win this game because they're counting on people betting Minnesota and then not being able to cash those tickets in and Vegas wins once again. So I think the Lions are going to win this game. I think this is a situation where you have to read the line. And I think it could end up being a really exciting game too. So this is definitely one I'm looking forward to uh, watching. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The other game, and you might argue it it is the team people want to watch the most this weekend, is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the 49ers. Now, obviously, the Buccaneers are not the team I'm talking about. The Buccaneers have been really hard to watch this season. Their offense is absolutely horrendous. 27th out of 32 in the NFL, just 18.1 points per game. We all saw what happened against the Saints the last time they played. Really ugly football for the majority of that game, and then we were able to come back at the end of those final few moments. And they really need this win. They really do. The Buccaneers are 6-6. Six and six. They're just ahead of the 5-8 and eight Falcons. And they're still competing for that playoff spot. So the Buccaneers, it's a big game for them. But they're not the team people are tuning in to watch. This right here is the real debut of Brock Purdy. Yes, Brock Purdy, the quarterback that it looks like the Niners are prepared to go ahead with the rest of this season. A legitimate Super Bowl contender in the 49ers. They are now about to hand the team over to Brock Purdy, at least for now. And I'll be really interested to see how Brock Purdy plays. He was 25 of 37 for 210 yards in one touchdown, one interception in his kind of debut versus Miami. But let's be honest, this is the real first game, right? Now the Buccaneers have had a chance to watch film on him. Now they'll have a chance to game plan for him. And now Kyle Shanahan and the Niners are also going to have had a week to game plan an offense that they feel best fits his skill set. So this is a great coaching matchup. This is Todd Bowles in that defense versus Kyle Shanahan in that offense. Now, I would give that the head coaching matchup to Kyle Shanahan. But as defense, the Buccaneers have been good. The Buccaneers are fifth in the NFL so far. So this is a tough test, even if Jimmy G was uh, under center. But the fact that it's Brock Purdy going up against this Buccaneers defense, really t- tough first test for him. The other tough test, of course, is going to be this horrendous Buccaneers offense against arguably the best defense in the league in the 49ers. So this might be a game where you want to take the under. Could be a lot of turnovers in this game. Tom Brady's going to struggle against the 49ers defense. Brock Purdy presumably going to struggle against that Buccaneers defense. But I'm just excited to see how he looks. And if he looks really bad, if he comes out and he struggles and it's ugly and they can't score, he's inaccurate, he's making poor decisions, that's when you're going to see the the 49ers make a move at quarterback. So this is Brock Purdy's chance. This is his chance to get the keys to a Super Bowl contender offense and really have a chance to make his career. If he could play well for the next month, win one playoff game, Brock Purdy will be in the NFL for five or six years. There's a chance to make millions and millions of dollars for him this weekend. So I'm excited to see how he come out, how he comes out and plays, and excited to see if we can really view the 49ers as still a legit contender.
The last game I'm looking forward to, Sunday night football, the Miami Dolphins at the uh, Chargers, Tua versus Herbert. Like, this is what this game is about. And it's interesting to see how the narrative around the two have changed. If you remember back in the draft, Tua went fifth, Herbert went sixth. And there was a good year, year and a half, where there was a lot of talk of how could you take uh, Tua over Herbert? What an embarrassing draft pick. How did the Dolphins blow this? Herbert's way better. Tua will never make it. He can't throw. They blew their chance at a quarterback. Well, if you look at this year, Tua is completing higher percentage of his passes. He has more touchdowns, fewer interceptions, and the best quarterback rating in the NFL. And he's done that in fewer games than Herbert has. So Tua has outplayed her- Herbert by every stretch this season. Now he does have better talent around him, but it's not like Herbert has terrible receivers. He has Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, good tight ends, great running back. So he has a lot of talent around him as well. So you can't even really use that as a uh, point against Tua when you talk about this. Tua just flat out outplayed him. And Sunday night was going to be really interesting because to me, and I, I don't have the stat on this, this is a pure eye test gut feel thing. It feels like Herbert loses every time he's in prime time. It feels like every time he plays a big game, his team loses. Now, they're not always blowouts, right? We saw him lose to the Chiefs in a really close game where Mahomes came back and did classic Mahomes things. But it feels like Herbert never steps up in the big games. It feels like Herbert is somebody with a ton of potential, but just never gets the job done. So I'm really excited to see Tua versus Herbert to watch his quarterback matchup. And if Tua wins this game, if he wins this game over Herbert on Sunday Night Football, I think that's when you can really look and say, okay, yeah, Tua is the better quarterback out of these two. This has been the latest edition of the Best Football Show podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. As I said before, if you could hit that subscribe button, hit that auto subscribe button and leave a five-star review, it would really help the show grow. It would mean a lot to me. And I'll make sure to read uh, one of your five-star reviews on upcoming episodes of the podcast. So thank you guys so much for listening and I'll talk to you next time.